Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. My brothers and sisters, today here at New Providence and around the world, we celebrate Father's Day. Today, we recognize the men who have loved us, cared for us, provided for us, and protected us. Today, we especially thank God for our fathers and what they have sown into our lives. Some of our fathers have gone home to be with the Lord, but we still remember what they taught us. And the physical example of godliness that they demonstrated while they were living among us. We thank God that he blessed us to have a godly father who instructed us in the way of the Lord. So on this Father's Day, I want to briefly share with you a father's instruction to his son found in the Old Testament book of Proverbs. The father who writes the words found in Proverbs 3 is the person of King Solomon. You remember King Solomon, don't you? King Solomon was the son of King David. King Solomon followed his father David as the king of Israel. King Solomon was a good man. He wasn't a perfect man, but he had a heart to follow God. He had a mind to do what was right in the sight of God. In 1 Kings chapter 3, Verses 5 through 7, the Bible records proof of Solomon's desire to do what was right in the sight of God. The Bible says in 1 Kings 3, 5 through 7, that at Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in a dream 
and said, ask for whatever you want me to give you. Solomon answered, give me a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. <laughs> Solomon could have said, okay, God, make me rich. <laughs> Give me ultimate power. Cancel out all my bills. <laughs> but Solomon asked God to give him a discerning heart to distinguish between right and wrong. Solomon wanted more than anything to live a life that was pleasing to God and to the fathers who are listening and watching today. Here's a question. Do you have a heart that seeks to do what is right in the eyes of the Lord? Well, since Solomon asked God for a heart of wisdom, Solomon felt that it was important for him to share or pass down his God-given wisdom to his son. And let me say right here that one of the primary responsibilities of a father is to pass down wisdom to their children so that they may successfully navigate the waters of life. That is exactly what Solomon is doing in our scriptural text for today. He is passing down to his son words of wisdom that will bless and prolong his life. Check out the confidence that King Solomon communicates when he speaks to his son. King Solomon says in verse 1, My son, do not forget my teaching. But keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Listen, King Solomon is confident that he has tried his best to teach his son the word of God. He has not taught him how to sin and try to get away with it. <laughs> he has not taught him how to
to solely become rich or die trying. He has not taught him how to get over on the system. He has not taught him how to use people for his own advantage. Solomon reminds his son that he has instructed him in the law of the Lord and that he should not forget the words of wisdom that he has passed on to him. Solomon, in essence, says to his son, Son, the teachings and the commands that I have passed on to you came from the Lord. You can stand upon them. You can count on them to see you through life's difficult days. And how do I know, my son? Because I am a living example of how God is faithful to those who want to do what is right. <laughs> son, just look at the example that I have set and lived before you. And my brothers and my sisters, what kind of Christian example are you setting before your children? Fathers, <laughs> what kind of teaching are you sharing with your children? If asked, what will your children say about the Christian example that you live before them? Do you teach or pass down to your children the word of God, which will enrich their lives. Solomon had the confidence that he gave sound instruction to his son. He knew that the wisdom that he imparted to his son would help prolong his son's life and bring him peace and prosperity. Solomon imparts wisdom to his son. Well, somebody might be wondering, well, Pastor Wood, what is wisdom? Wisdom is the ability to make godly choices in life. Let me, let me give you that definition again. Wisdom is the ability to make 
godly choices in life. One achieves wisdom by applying God's truth to his or her life. Wisdom is skill in living life and both its vertical that means our relationship with God and our horizontal, which is our relationship with each other. Wisdom is successfully living in that dimension. Being wise, being wise means to know how relationships work and how to live accordingly. King Solomon wanted his son to be a person who made godly choices in life. He wanted his son to be able to discern between right and wrong. He wanted his son to live a life characterized by obedience to God. He wanted to make sure that he passed on to his son his faith and his hope in his God. So Solomon instructs his son to make sure that he keeps and follows three important biblical practices. Can I share those three important biblical practices with you? First of all, Solomon instructs his son in verse 5 of Proverbs chapter 3. To trust in the Lord with all your heart. King Solomon wanted his son to know this. That no matter how rough life gets. No matter how dark your skies may get. No matter how difficult things become, he wanted his son to know that he can trust in the Lord to bring him through the tough times of life. And my brothers and sisters, let me let you in on a truth that I have discovered. And that truth is this. Makes no difference in how often you read your Bible. Makes no difference on how much you pray. Makes no difference in how much you give to the work of the ministry makes no difference 
and how holy you think you are living. Listen to me good. You and I are not exempt from trouble and trials showing up in our lives. Am I right about it? Everybody has their share of ups and downs, especially those who purpose to live a holy life. The Bible tells us that we have an enemy who desires to steal, kill, and destroy us. Our enemy comes to hinder us from being all that God has called us to be. But Solomon would instruct us today that when the enemy shows up, put your trust in the Lord. <laughs> well, Pastor Wood, what does it mean to trust in the Lord? It means to set one's hope and confidence in the Lord. To rely on, to depend on the Lord. King Solomon instructs his son to always rely on and have confidence in the Lord with his whole heart. And to the fathers who are listening and watching me today, can you honestly say that you have instructed or passed on to your children how important it is for them to put their trust in the Lord with all their hearts? Have your fathers demonstrated before your children your faith and your trust that you have in the Lord? Listen to me good. When we as godly fathers are consistent in demonstrating a solid trust in the Lord before our children, we teach our children the lesson that no matter what comes their way, that there are some options that they should never consider. Oh, let me, let, me, let, me, let me say that again. Let me say I said when we, as godly fathers, are consistent in demonstrating 
a solid trust in the Lord before our children. We teach our children the lesson that no matter what comes their way, that there are some options that they should never consider. What options, Pastor Wood? I'm glad you asked. The option of giving up on hope. <laughs> the option of committing suicide. The option of turning to a life of crime. Listen to me good. When we as Christian fathers live a consistent life which demonstrates total trust and reliance on God before our children. We teach our children that in all things, in all manners, they can trust and have confidence that God will see them through everything. Uh, Solomon tells his son to trust in the Lord with all his heart. Notice quickly with me what King Solomon did not tell his son to trust in. King Solomon did not tell his son to put his total confidence and trust in his friends. Why? Because friends will let you down. He does not tell him to put his total trust in money. <laughs> because money can't solve all the problems that come with this thing called life. He does not tell his son to put his trust in power. For power can be taken as easy as it is given. He does not tell his son to put his trust in his education because intellect and wisdom are two different things. Have you not heard the term an educated fool? King Solomon tells his son who to trust in. He tells him to live a successful life that he must trust in the Lord with all his heart. That means trust him without any reservations. Fathers, will you tell your children to trust 
in the Lord. Secondly, King Solomon instructs his son in verse 5. He says, son, go ahead and trust in the Lord with all your heart. But don't you lean on your own understanding. <laughs> King Solomon is teaching his son on the perils of self-deception or self-sufficiency. <laughs> he says to his son, Son, don't put your reliance in solely what you think. Oh, Lord. Son, don't lean or put your total weight upon what you feel. Why, King Solomon, should your son not rely solely upon what he understands a situation to be? King Solomon would say, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you why. Because there are sometimes, get ready to catch this. There are some times when your understanding is wrong. <laughs> there are times when we don't have all the information and access solely on our emotions. Am I right about it? Come on, brothers and sisters. Is there anybody watching or listening to me today who is willing to admit that you have leaned to your own understanding about a matter and then you discovered that you were completely Wrong. Oh, come on, come on. You thought that something was one way just to find out that it was totally opposite of what you thought. Solomon instructs his son not to rely solely on his own understanding. Listen to me good. People who lean or solely rely on only what they think are some miserable people Have you ever met a person who thinks that they are always right? 
Have you ever met a person who declares that they have all the sense in the world? If you haven't, I have. Listen, I've seen this attitude demonstrated in our former president, <laughs> Donald J. Trump. He believed that he was always right and that there was no error in his judgment. Listen to me good. All of us can error in our judgment and in our own understanding. That is why we should always pray, Lord, lead me, guide me along the way. For if you lead me, I will not stray. Lord, just let me walk each day with thee. Lead me, lead me. Somebody say, lead me. Lead me, oh Lord. I need you to lead me. I need you to help me to rightly discern truth from a lie. All right. I'm about finished. The third truth that King Solomon instructs his son to do is found and verse 6 of the scriptural text, Solomon tells his son, in all your ways, <laughs> acknowledge or submit to him. In other words, Solomon is saying to his son that in all his undertakings and in everything that he does that he must acknowledge or submit to the fact that if it had not been for the Lord who was on his side that he would have never made it through his trials Solomon tells his son that he must always give God the praise and give God the glory that he deserves. And I wonder on this Father's Day, have we as fathers acknowledged the Lord's presence in our lives before our children. Does our children see us submitting to God? Does our children hear us speak words of acknowledgement unto the Lord? Does our children see us praising God for the blessings 
that he has brought into our lives. As I end this Father's Day sermon, I want to know, fathers, do we enter into his gates with thanksgiving? Do we enter into his courts with praise? Do we, as fathers, are we thankful unto him? And do we bless his name? Fathers, do we, before our children, bless the Lord at all times? Does his praise continually be upon our lips? Fathers, do we instruct our children by testifying of the goodness and of the mercy of the Lord? Do we instruct our children and demonstrate in the presence of our children our willingness to lift up holy hands and shout unto the Lord on this Father's Day I want to admonish the fathers to live before your children a life of holiness and pass down the wisdom that God has given you to your children so that they may live fruitful and holy lives uh. fathers it is our God given assignment to pass to our children godly wisdom listen if we don't give to our children the word of God and the godly wisdom that he has given us, then our children will live lives filled with hopelessness and lives filled with defeat. So I just want to encourage the fathers who are in the sanctuary and those who are listening I pray that you will be one of those godly fathers like Solomon who passed his godly wisdom down to his son he says trust in the Lord with all your heart lean not to your own understanding acknowledge God in all your ways and he will <laughs> direct or make your paths straight we know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's word on this day we invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road Fuquay Varina North Carolina for more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531.
or visit our website at www.NewProvidenceBaptist.com. Thank you for joining us, and be blessed.